0: NFL Not Sunday with Ryan Hannibal, the ultimate football podcast. Let's get
1: started with NFL Not Sunday. Now here's Ryan Hannibal. Welcome back to the Not Sunday podcast. Even though it's a short week for the Patriots, it's not a short week around here as we have a big guest in William McGinnis. Willie's the perfect guy to have on this week, leading into the Patriots and Colts on Thursday Night Football, as Willie had some big games against the Colts over the course of his career, including his big goal line stand in 2003. Willie touched on that, his relationship with Alex Guerrero, what he's doing now in the media, all kinds of stuff. It really was a great interview. We'll get to that after this message from the sponsor. I wanted something different to see what I was capable of. I wanted to be around people that challenged me. I wanted to have mentors in my life that I could learn from. I wanted to be me at my best. I was looking to make a difference. I wanted to give back. To find a sense of purpose. I wanted to be part of something bigger than myself. To connect with others in a way that matters. To find more meaning in my life. I wanted more. I wanted more. I wanted to find more. If you're ready to find more, come to an open house on October 20th. Visit massfreemasonry.org slash open house for details. Hey, we're back with Willie McGinnis. This is a big week for Willie. His uh, special will be on the NFL Network Friday night following the Patriots. Thursday night game against the Colts. Willie, obviously you had some big games against the Colts over the years with the Patriots. What do you remember most?
0: I just remember... Uh a big chess match between you know two great organizations two great teams and going against some of the best players in the league of course Peyton Manning and you know Marvin Harrison and Marshall and um, Reggie Wayne and all those different guys man and just matching up and hearing all week how great this team was and you know how you know we didn't have a chance and all those different things and just getting
1: Was your best memory of those games, that '03 3 goal line stop?
0: That was one. That was definitely one. I mean, that's the one people tend to talk about the most, you know. <laughs> yeah.
1: Is there another moment in those games that maybe stands out to you more than more than most people?
0: Yeah, just the competitive nature between, you know, uh, us and Peyton and, you know, the, the constant in-game adjustments. Some of the moments we shared in between plays and things that, you know, were said or exchanged and, you know, uh, the things that, you know, the fans miss because you got to be there or be in pads for it to happen. or the first quarter is going to be totally different coming in, just having a lot of respect, you know, just having a lot of respect for for our opponents. And um, it was kind of like a love-hate relationship, knowing that we was going to play them every single year, and it was going to come down to, you know, who doesn't make mistakes, uh, who executes the best,
1: Now, you talked about those games and how it was a chess match and this and that. What was the relationship between the two teams? Like, Did, did you hate the Colts? Did you hate them, you know, like sort of like a rival like the Jets in a way, or, or was it more of a respect thing?
0: Uh, it was a respectful hate thing, I yeah. think. Um, I think because they, they talk so much about how talented they were. and You know, they always talk mainly about the individuals and how talented they were. And, you know, the media uh, point of view was like we didn't really have a shot. And we would just have to listen to that the entire week, um, you know. And our coaches, of of course, played. You know, they played up to that too, and they fed us everything they. It was just that. It was just football. It never lingered out outside of the pads.
1: Mm. How crazy is it that your quarterback in those games is still playing in the league right now? I
0: know. who when we created that culture he jumped right in and um, he took everything to a whole nother level and that's why he's been consistent throughout the years.
1: Do you take any credit for maybe introducing him to a a significant person that keeps him playing at this level? (laughs) Was he for you? And you talked a little about different positions, but how is it? How did he benefit you as a linebacker, and, and as opposed to Brady as, as a quarterback? Like, what types of stuff did he do for you? Well, I mean, for me, I,
0: I hit every single play. You know, I was in the trenches, so my job was a little more physical than Brady's, <laughs> to say the <laughs> least. And um, you know, as far as me, um, just my metabolism, as far as my eating. Um, water certain stretches certain things i could do it differently uh lifting weights a certain way not not extracting them but just lifting you know uh weights compared to my body type and um you know understanding my running motions and all the different things that go on and nuances the little things that go on with the player that you know alex could diagnose and look and say hey try doing this i watched you doing this or You know, just watching tape on you or watching you play, you're putting pressure on here. This is why, you know, this quad or hamstring is bothering you is because something else isn't firing. So we got to figure that out. Just kind of assessing the body from head to toe on a daily, you know, on a daily basis and and, and working on you and doing the things and putting you in position so you can avoid injury. You know, and then when you do get injury, try to get you back as uh, fast as
1: possible. Mm -hmm. How much credit do you give him for your success in your career?
0: certain amount of years but marrying myself to him uh gave me um longevity and i played a lot longer because you know uh, i had somebody like alex and and on my team and working with me and and helping me figure out my own body and, and and what i needed to do to take my game to another level and be consistent you know i think that's the main so the most important thing is being out there one you know being healthy and I went through a couple of years where I was injured so um definitely being able to avoid injury and being out there is something that was uh that's special
1: now I wanted to ask you about your, your post playing days and now working for the NFL Network was that something that you had thought about when you were playing that you want to get into the media like how did that all come about
0: I live. Started doing a little bit more TV, and next thing you know, it turned into uh, a job. Mm-hmm. And you know, I don't really call it a job because I'm still I'm still living the dream, far as football and being able to watch and be close to the game and interact with players, coaches, and GMs of that sort. So um, this is just something that kind of fell in my lap.
1: Mm-hmm. Is it weird talking about the Patriots in the as an analyst in a way? Like, is it weird to ever criticize them?
0: It's not weird. It's something that you know I got to be across the board with all 32 teams Um, the good thing is I have a little more a lot more insight with the Patriots just because I probably don't have or media outlets don't have and been able to you know create analysis around that without
1: Was there ever a time where you were not, not afraid, but that you didn't want to criticize the Patriots at all? Did that take a little bit of time to get used to? Yeah, I
0: mean, when you got relationships with guys, you kind of want to, you kind of want to, you know, kind of want to try to give them an opportunity. But I took that approach with all the teams. If I criticize you a little bit, then I'll give you a solution. Mm-hmm. And anything that I'm not that I'm saying or not saying, um, you know, if we can have a conversation, or you can dispute it, or show me on tape wise um then hey if I'm wrong I'm wrong but you know we we can definitely talk football any day of the week um the personal stuff is certain things that I know or like I said the relationships I have that I keep you know close and dear to me just because I was a player and I want that respect with you know other players and you know other organizations and teams and coaches so um I understand and respect Mm -hmm.
1: Is there a guy that that you played with or maybe that's still playing that you think might be good in the media and could, you know, join you at the NFL Network one day? Well, a lot of my teammates are playing, you know, Rodney Harrison is in the media, you know, Teddy Bruschi. Um,
0: There are a lot of guys in the media that, you know, that I play with that or played against for that matter that I watch. And um, that's been here or, you know, like Reggie Wayne was here, you know, at the NFL Network, we battle all the time. Um, maurice jones drew is a guy that's here that we battled you know all the time so there's guys that i play with and if you play long enough you're gonna run into guys in the media that you that you played against and i played for you know for 15 years of course
1: mm-hmm. and then lastly before you go what's your prediction on on sort of the way that things are going with the Patriots and just in general how, how how long do you think this continues with with Belichick and Brady
0: i don't put a time limit on it um i say it's a great marriage not not just with those two but You know the the organization. When you you know you factor in the Kraft family um, and the. As mm-hmm. so as they're eligible. So, like I said, I was lucky to play with a group of men and, and guys like that.
1: Mm-hmm. And your football life will, will air Friday night. Uh, how honored are you just to have that that be, you know, showcased? And checked it out Friday night on NFL Network. Willie, thanks much for the time, and uh, we'll keep watch for you on TV.